Welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller, and my co-host. Using the enforced downtime of COVID-19 to work on the ultimate Sheffield meets Canada infusion of Hendo's and maple syrup. So far, the results are truly heinous, but he remains optimistic that in time he will create the catch-all condiment, equally at home on ice cream and mashed potatoes. Your friend of mine, Dr. Luke Gledor. How are you doing today, Luke? Good, I'm good. Uh, I've just been thinking a lot while you're talking about that concept, and I was wondering about whether you can do, like, uh, I don't know, maybe a new Haribo flavor could feel like a spicy soy sauce, um, spicy sweet <laughs> soy sauce, and it sounds as vile and vomit-inducing <laughs> as uh, my words make out, so that's where I'm there. But other than that, Rich, I'm really good. How are you today? I'm all right, yeah, just... You know, it's this, um, it's it's Groundhog Day every day. And, uh, you know, you just got to get along with it, haven't you? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed we do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Um, Actually, one bit of news. Uh, one thing I've been thinking about doing recently is um, I've decided in, in kind of I'm not doing any kind of great exercise. I thought about this concept of uh, doing, um, doing like. I know typically people do that stuff where it's like, I've climbed the stairs to the height of Everest. And I thought about doing it with prominent landmarks, buildings, and mountains that I'm going to pick. So one of them I will be picking is Hillsborough Stadium. So I'm actually thinking of doing every step um, on every gangway in the stadium but finding out that information is my new challenge and i also today this morning just posted an house talk and uh, got some deliciously sarcastic and, <laughs> and uh humorous replies so thank you for that i appreciate the time uh, especially dj mortimer who just posted a, a really crass drawing of hillsborough stadium which was uh, absolutely fantastic um so this morning actually i did uh the attenborough tower at university of leicester which is where i went to university the attenborough yes. tower is named after the um david and richard attenborough's parents uh dad patrick i think his name is patrick attenborough okay i think that's all frederick pa- pa- attenborough anyway he was um he was one of the higher ups of the university and served there so it's named after him and that's where my um that's where my English lessons would be in the basement in the uh, the theatres, and then we'd go up into uh, this old seventies kind of tower block and uh, discuss discuss literature with no. my professors in a very small kind of uh, very small kind of like flat rooms almost. It was kind of very interesting. Um, so the interesting thing about that is it's one of it used to be. Uh, at the time, it was one of the only three buildings in the UK that had a paternoster lift, which is where you kind of hop on and it just continually rotates up and down and around. So it just goes round in a okay. chain. I think paternoster is against linguistically supposed to be now after like a rosary bead. Okay, okay. And one of the only ones was in, um, I don't know where the third one was. I do know the second one was actually in Sheffield, at the University of Sheffield there. So, yeah, yeah so today I just did, um, I did 10 and a half flights of stairs, and that's equivalent of the height of the building. 
Nice. So where are you actually doing your step? Uh, there's just a row of uh, this one flight of stairs just outside my apartment, just in the kind of corridor to get up to my place on the okay. uh, on the top of the two floors of the apartment building I live in. I think that's one of the things I could get on board with. If you could find like a yeah tower or something where you could you could do the steps i think that would be quite fun as a kind of exercisey thing to do because i i've been pretty rubbish at exercising since i um broke my my knee into pieces playing football uh, a good few years ago um and one of the best things I, one of the things i liked best about going to the gym was the sort of step machine mm. um, because you can't cheat because uh, that's your brain is really really good at cheating and if you've got a weakness or um you know some sort of pain it will find a way around that albeit unhelpfully for you in the long term uh so for instance I, I still to this day where my my sort of tread on my trainers is is more worn on my strong leg than my my operated leg uh, but but uh, steps is one of those things where both legs work in isolation, so you can't really uh, sort of half ass it at all and get away with uh, cheating. So um, I'd be up for that. Sort of if there was a tiny stadium or something that I could go and run around, I'd, I'd really like to do that. But I, I haven't thought of a way to do that in any um, reasonable sense. And uh, I, I, you know, I respect my neighbours enough to not want to run up and down my own stairs um, and cause them the headache that that might. Uh, entail <laughs> but um i i appreciate you being thinking about your neighbors that way i don't really give much of a fuck about my neighbors if i'm gonna be honest <laughs> fair enough there's also i also I maybe so. got the inspiration from the slow club uh suffering me suffering you video oh, you know yeah. which uh you know charles watson is is training rebecca lucy taylor's character to uh for a boxing match and it's all about the the kind of rocky training you know, leading up to the fights, and then yes. she, yeah, obviously she knocks someone out at the end. And as you imagine, all greats, as all great boxing narratives go. Um, but at one point in the video, she's running up the cop, which is uh, is pretty fantastic to watch. So it made me maybe I think there was something unconscious that made me think about that. But uh, yeah, if I ever think about that, I figure that out. I'll uh, once I count the steps, I'll uh, share my workings uh, with other fellow fellow saddos to uh, either enjoy or people to ridicule me for. Uh, spend the time to figure it out that's good the cop has weird some weird steps because um there's like half steps so in, if you were if you were bounding up them or down them um in an athletic sense you could easily do two of them at once mm. but walking them is quite weird because you kind of it's a bit too long <laughs> at normal walking pace the the, t- the two of them are a bit too long to kind of comfortably do um but one at a time feels stupid because they're too small. They're like half steps. So that's yes, um, I, I don't know how you'd account for those in your in your workings. I'll, I'll be really interested to see uh, you know see your jottings when you get to that stage. I've also got a, a new beautiful kind of mentality of thinking about um, how about we do a virtual reality kind of simulation for walking up the steps of Hillsborough as like a step kind of workout video, and um, you're joined by uh, the ghost of Gary Megson to tell you stories about. <laughs> walking upstairs <laughs> i was thinking yeah you could have sort of um, a virtual megson's hand on your shoulder as he leads you up there <laughs> oh dear um we should we should move along we've got some plans for today's episode so we should uh, we should move along to uh our first segment 
partial hoo-hoos. And the partial hoo-hoos is that we seem to be inching towards some sort of conclusion to the season uh, for, for well, for all football clubs in, in the UK, but particularly the championship. There's a date set where um, players are going to be back training, and I believe that's the 25th of May, um, with a, a, a sort of restart to proceedings sometime in June being the, being the plan. Um, we've also had the news today that, that League Two has pretty sort of uniformly come out and decided to end their season uh, as, as as it stands. Uh, so, yeah, what are you making of the, the latest bits and pieces there, Luke? I'm a little bit frustrated that we're still talking about this. You know, I'd really hoped that this was going to be, you know, actually just prior to kind of us talking and, you know, starting the recording, we were chatting about this. And I think I was a bit frustrated because I thought it was a given that it was going to be happening but it's still clearly kind of up in the air um yeah i'm just frustrated i'm just i'd I'd like a conclusion soon i'd like to know what we're doing i'd like to you know either rescue the um rescue the character in the ryan reynolds film buried from the coffin underground or just leave him there (laughs) in in the screenplay of the season you'd like to save the cat I would, I would, yes. <laughs> but it's interesting. So League Two's made that kind of radical decision, although weirdly they're following the only decisions that have been made so far because the whole of the National League, uh, so non-league football, uh, had their season, you know, closed. So League Two have followed suit. Um, they're also the the league that has the most reliance on fans coming through the gate and uh, and the percentage of those who are kind of walk-ups, folks who just pay on the gate on the day. Um, League One has more season ticket holders, so there's a there's a bit more of a vested interest there. There's a little bit more TV money, but still, again, quite reliant on fans, you know, paying for their tickets. Um, and uh, Gary Neville sort of yesterday, uh, or, or yeah, said uh, League One's entered the self-interest festival of football. Clubs at the top. Uh, of each league um health first but we must restart clubs at the bottom health first and no way we can restart and we can't be relegated without playing uh it's tough and probably the teams in the middle don't particularly care one way or another but they'd like a a feel for where things are going so that they can plan properly uh what's sort of depressing in this obviously health is is should be a key the key concern the health of uh the players, their families, the coaching staff and people involved, the health of fans, because there's a lot of talk about people, you know, if if Liverpool are playing um, at Anfield, people will probably want to stand outside and uh, be involved in that in some way. That's something that the mayor of Liverpool has said, but it won't be unique to to Liverpool fans and it were you know everywhere in the country if if your local team's playing i think people will probably turn up in enough numbers to cause a bit of difficulty for for the clubs involved so then there's the talk of the neutral venues uh, but even that runs into more kind of vested interest and the layers of money in the game because if you've paid to call the stadium the you know the Emirates Arsenal Stadium you want Arsenal Football Club to play there and give you your due as a sponsor so it's all thoroughly depressing yes I think that's a, a beautiful conclusion to what's going on right now and most of the players who have the nerve to speak out generally seem pretty cautious about the idea of going back to work yes but 
still enjoying the salaries, I guess. I guess, um, uh, you know, that is a that's certainly a factor. But I do understand at this point in time, not wanting to go out and expose yourself and then potentially bring that back to your family. That's also an understand. You know, no matter how yes. much. You get no, paid. that's that's very true. That's very true. Um, I I think the problem is is I think the realization. Not this is a particularly new realization, but it's just it was kind of reiterated recently. I was looking at. Uh, the Twitter feed of um, Alan Nixon mm. on um, on Twitter, the journalist, who said, you know, it's both a game and a business. Yes. And I think that's that's always typically been a lot of the problem with football, yes. right? That's yeah. what we have. So that's the problem with it now. It, like, it, you know, it's a business. It's expected to complete these things. And there are people making very calculated and kind of slightly cold decisions to think, how are we going to get this done? How are we going to make this happen? Um, but also the flip side of that is it really doesn't mean a great deal in the great scheme of things. You're, you're absolutely right. But then <laughs> if if football ended up creating, you know, heaven for fend, but let's say we do this kind of, you know, hub of football and all the players live in the local area and it all happens at um, somewhere like St. George's Park, um, what if that creates an epicenter for the virus? You know, what if some of those players do, uh, you know, have the, bring the virus in with them or some member of the staff or whatever? Um, certain people are, are affected. Um, I think there's already been one club in Germany that's had to pull out of the restart because they've got too many uh, players affected by the virus. So, mm. it's, it, yes, this is a business. Yes, like all businesses, they're sort of sat thinking we need to keep doing what we do to make money. Yes, exactly. Uh, but this is a huge undertaking, a huge number of people involved, and it, it makes it quite difficult to control. And what you don't want to do as football is become a reason for another blip in another rise in cases. But I think that's the interesting thing in terms of, yes, these are businesses as well as football clubs. But it, I think what we're being confronted with more and more is the sad reality of what these businesses are there for. And what they are there for is to provide some television content, really. We think football clubs are should be the heart of a community and where and the whole business model really should be they've got fans and they want to give the fans uh, you know, a reasonable amount of entertainment for the money that they pay to come in. But more and more so at the top end of things, the fans are an afterthought and it doesn't matter. Because yes. uh, it's almost unthinkable that there'll be a, a quarter of, of the season happening with no fan involvement. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, I think that's a hard, it's a hard thing to take. It's a hard, the globalization of the sport has been so in a way, so kind of front and centre for so long. I mean, there's so many sponsors at the stadiums now in the Premier League that sell products that you can't even buy in the UK, uh, let alone it being their home market. Um, the globalisation of that and that the sort of business business businessification of it, that's not a thing, is it? Commercialisation, that's what I want to say. Um, <laughs> It's bit, it has been so kind of in our face, but at the same time, it's happened so slowly. We've almost not noticed it happening, but this has been a confronting moment uh, where it's unavoidable. So I'm really surprised. I mean, um, I I was really shocked that you good people in the UK don't get Elevate Sports Drink. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just taking a sip of one right now. It's delicious, guys. <laughs> you guys need to get this in the UK. It's fantastic. <laughs> 
Well, I, I mean, I get mine shipped in, but I need to, you need to hide it, you know? You need to order like a teddy bear and then the the elevator is in the like the middle of the teddy bear um, wrapped in tinfoil. And you just got to hope it gets past the, the customs police because it's so good. It's illegal in the UK. I mean, also the revelation that uh, D-Taxis uh, is actually the name of a, uh, a tuk-tuk chain in, um, in Thailand is, uh, is something else as well. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I think we've run that around the track, haven't we, Luke? So... I guess so, yeah. <laughs> we could do it again. No, yet, a- yet again, we have failed to solve the the um, project restart, the issues that... <laughs> The only, the only thing I want to say from just from our conversation is just a, like a kind of an approach for a, any moderate conclusion or lack of conclusion is I just want to kind of say is that like I feel like when we're having these conversations I feel like I'm going through I'm going through cycles of thinking about this depending <laughs> on what the week it is it's almost yes. like a grief cycle it's almost like the seven stages of you know potentially mourning <laughs> are we mourning the um, are we mourning Schrodinger's cat or are we uh, going to get the cat out? <laughs> <laughs> there we go poor old cat um so <laughs> so the plan for uh this week's episode uh <laughs> as we continue to sort of stretch our legs and experiment with different bits and pieces uh the plan is to do a bit of a watch along mm-hmm. uh the club have been, uh, you know, wonderful about putting lots and lots of uh, content up on the on, on their YouTube channel. Um, there's been, you know, season reviews and uh, things like that, and then there's there's also been whole matches. Uh, and the one that we've picked out is the uh, it's it's sort of entitled uh, on, on the official SWFC YouTube channel. It's incredible comeback, Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday versus Bristol City full match. Um, so this is uh, it's a full match replay from September 2016 clash with Bristol mm. City. Uh, it's the era of uh, the wacky kit numbers, so that's going to be quite fun. I've I've not got a kind of team sheet, mm. so we'll be piecing together what the formation is on the fly. Um, and I can already see that Stephen Fletcher is wearing number six, so it's going to be one of those. Um, one of those occasions with the shirt numbers <clears throat> but um yeah any 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 thoughts before we sort of dive into things um i thought it'd be interesting to pick this one this was one of the earlier ones i think they popped up and it was one which had kind of uh eluded my kind of focus of a time i guess the interesting thing for me was this was also a game which was before i follow kind of came out from my time in Canada. So this were I didn't get to see the pomp and I didn't get to see a lot of the of course, you yeah. know of Carvajal era in its pomp. And this isn't really kind of in its pomp. This is the this is also second season Carlos as well. So this is us moving to a bit more of a kind of defensive functional shape at times from what i kind of understand from that era it's also a midweek match as well so i'm not sure if it's one that you've seen um the other interesting thing is i want to say was that i I think we're typically looking at this wednesday team as wednesday squad right now it's not changed or rotated a great deal so it's interesting to see some of these characters um actually before we get started i do actually have up the the bbc football kind of report from this just and also just want to give a bit of context in the season. So coming into this game, actually, this was I remember actually I did come back. This was not the last time, but I think the time before 
the second to the last time I was in the UK and managed to catch a game, I think this was, this was August 2016. Uh, I remember that me and you went to, um, you very kindly, Rich, got me and got me and my then wife tickets to see, you know, Wednesday at home, that first game against Aston Villa. And that was the one which Forestieri scored. And then we go into the next away game, which was the one where he didn't travel because um because of who knows what it was but we all kind of think and kind of suspect that largely that was entirely because um he wasn't getting wasn't getting his nice plump new contract um so we had a bit of also then had the bike thing didn't we um we endured the bike thing and yes (sighs) so Coming into this game, this was round seven, effectively. Okay. I don't like looking at kind of rounds, but let's just put in a bit of context. Um, we were actually, before this game, we were 16th in the league. We had a bit of a peppered start. We had only really won two games, that first one against Villa, and the one before that, which was a home 2-1 win against Wigan. Um, that bad. was Fletcher and Nando getting goals and uh, a conciliatory goal for will grig as well so coming into this game you know we had a bit of a kind of patchy start to the season lowest would be after we drew away at brentford with a one-all one-all game that was um oh that was the last minute equalizer for sam hutchinson right i I remember that goal i remember that goal being kind of covered so that actually was us in a 19th position so a bit of a kind of rocky start Mm. like i said a lot of these characters. Let's just look at the lineup. Uh, Westwood, obviously, and um, still in his pomp at that time, still at the club. A lot of pomp. There was a lot of pomp about it. It was the latter days of pomp. Latter days of pomp. Jack Hunt, who feels like he almost should still be at the club. Hilariously also playing against Crystal City, his now, his now team. Tom Lees. Um, actually, at the back, we had the Tom Lees and Sam Hutchinson pairing, pairing uh, oh, okay. partnership. So Hutchinson's there. Pudil was there playing at left back. This was probably the beginning of the end of his kind of left back career. He didn't really get a lot of mileage out of uh, Pudil. Um, but when he was good, he was he was very good. Mm. Um, Barry Bannon, um, David Jones in centre mid. Yeah, Kieran Lee, great. who's also still with us. Adam Reach, who I think was a he was a summer signing in that season. That was one which uh, Carvajal said that he um, did a lot of work to, you know, beg the board to uh, release the coffers to uh, to get Adam Reach in. Um, <laughs> Would Fletcher have been a signing that summer as well? He was. He, he, was. Yeah. he did make his. So looking at the page, they did actually say when he made his. It was the game against Villa. He actually made his debut. Yeah, um, well, he Alman smashed Adams. his head, didn't he? Because that was um, he he I, he took so, he was out for a couple of games after that Villa game because he like bossed his eyebrow on someone's head. <laughs> I distinctly remember <laughs> bust his eyebrow on someone's head. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it's one of those I think like it'll be interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to watching the game. So my personal. Uh, I didn't. Well, we can get into that. We could start and, and get into this because uh, we're going to have plenty of time. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'll just want to map, mop up the rest of the starting yeah, eleven: Gary Hooper and Stephen Fletcher, who we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. It was interesting seeing number six for a striker, and me thinking, "Is that Jordan Rhodes?" Because I know that's uh, Jordan Rhodes's number these days. Um, but alas, this was pre-Jordan Rhodes because he joined us in the, G- the January transfer window alongside Sam Sam Winnell. Uh, subs bench: We've got Joe Wildsmith, top forty. Joe uh, Alman Nabdi. Um, wonder how many times he appeared on the subs bench for us, Oof. and how many times for the sub bench and didn't come off. Um, player of the decade, Liam Palmer, uh, Ross Wallace, 
Uh, Vincent Sasso. Uh, Vincent Sasso, who I've just remembered his first name. Vincent, I was going to call him Will Sasso, who's the name of a former Saturday Night Live staff um, cast member who also is a Mad TV and is Canadian as well. Shout out to Will Sasso, Adi Nuyu, and Fernando Forestieri on the bench, and that's our subs bench. Super duper. Mm. So should we get this? Should we get the ball rolling? We so, shall. So if you. Um, you know, the intention is hopefully if people are up for this, uh, we'll 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 sort of do a countdown. We'll all hit play and we can we can enjoy the game in uh, in unison. Uh, I am one of those weird people, though. I've I've listened to watch along uh, podcasts and uh, not watched the thing, just enjoyed the, the sound. So if you're one of those people, don't feel bad. It's fine. Um, there's many of us, I'm sure. We just don't speak our names. Uh, so are you ready for this, Luke? I'm going to do a, I'm going to do three, two, one, and then we'll we'll hit play. OK, sounds good. OK, three, two, one one play so tammy abraham's kicking off for bristol city so this game for me i was at a uh, a gig i was watching the uh, the glaswegian comedian limmy in uh, at the lowry i believe when this game was on um and i had the fun experience of uh, all of my flash scores uh, updates happening as I was leaving, as I was sort of getting out of the car park uh, that evening. <laughs> so um, I kind of, yeah, it's a, it. I'm I'm expecting a roller coaster, but it's a game I didn't get to see at the time. So I'm quite I'm quite excited to uh, to take it in. Um, as you say, this is <clears throat> the start of that season was was a bit tricky for us. I think there was there's definitely a hangover from. From the Wembley, that you know, the playoff final um, loss. Uh, but looking back, this was a pretty blooming good team. <laughs> this was. This is looking a very kind of wet evening at Hillsborough here. Just seeing yeah. a lot of people slipping and sliding around there. Also, this is also a Bristol City team, which was that kind of era. Oh wow! Did you see the bounce of him fro- of Westwood throwing <laughs> yeah. the ball down there? Did you see yeah. the? <laughs> He just wet his feet like, by bouncing the ball on the ground. It's like <laughs> some kind of advert where you throw like an egg onto a new mattress and it just kind of <laughs> dampens out any kind of risk of the egg cracking all over your fancy new mattress. Um, this is also the Bristol City team of kind of Aiden Flint kind of time as well. Of course, yeah. Where did he... He got a big bunny move, didn't he, Flint? He went on to Cardiff City, didn't he? That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and had his run-ins with us. So, yeah, Pudil in a 36 shirt, Adam Reach wearing numbers. Uh, what, what number did he have on there? Sorry, he's turned around now. Nine. Uh, no, number nine. Yeah, Reach. this was mad. Yeah. <laughs> and also this is the home kit, which no one wanted for the, um, for the 150th year celebrations. You know, this was the one which, oh, we did have it right. once in the past. Yeah. And I think my dad kind of brought it. It was like, yeah, everyone hated it then. People didn't want it then, effectively. <laughs> so why did we kind of have that then? Oh, Jackie Hunt wearing number 32. I loved uh, one of the nice things. This is uh, Kieran Lee insisted on rolling up his sleeve a little bit because there was a blue and white stripe uh, on, like, the inlay of the sleeve. And uh, Kieran Lee, if you if you sort of look closely, he would roll his sleeves up to expose the, the, the stripes. 
um, which kind of made me think he's, you know, he's a t- he's a fans guy. It's Kieran Lee. He gets mm. it. This guy gets it. David Jones. David. David Jones. As I live and breathe. He was this is a good kind of. Um, sorry. David Jones, flipping egg. This is some good high tempo stuff we're playing. That's a lovely ball over. Yeah. Yeah, Cunt misses it. Kind of two not bad at- attempts early doors. From the kick, uh, Westwood's kick, Fletcher got a flick on that Hooper sort of didn't quite get on the end off, but it hung around. And then, yeah, we've had another near ball trying to play uh, hunting around the, around the back. So, yeah, it's a, as you say, a good high tempo start. Look at and that I- sodden, sodden carpet and that kind of. Uh... <laughs> You know that away end, away end north stand corner. It is looking like a real stained carpet. <laughs> but a lovely advert for Yorkshire tea. So you know, win some, you lose some. And uh, pucker pies as well. I don't remember how much pucker pies. Oh, that's it. They've got a big presence on the uh, the away end. Pucker pies. We could almost rename it the pucker pies. Leppings Lane End. <laughs> Hey presto, it's Pucker Pies. Get, get, get both a company that's no longer existing that used to sponsor them. Why not? No. Hooper getting his legs moving, trying to pressure the goalkeeper. Leuven's winning a, a battle. So I I think I remember the game after this and people were full of praise for Tammy Abraham. So I'm going to kind of keep an eye for out for his uh, his doings in the game. Oh. <sighs> Dear. How many times? So uh, Dave Jones just spun on the ball and got caught. And I just, how many times did he do that in a Wednesday shirt? It felt like that was his go-to move. I was actually going to say in a weird way, I don't think he's looking quite as bad as I thought he would be, but still. He just looked petrified on the ball, though. I remember, I don't, obviously you don't see enough of players when they when they play for other teams, but I remember Jones being someone I was, you know, I, I thought he was a good player when the other teams yeah. him. He could score uh, goals. How, how excited, were you fairly excited when we signed him? Reasonably. To be honest, I sort of didn't know quite what had happened to him because I know, obviously, because he, he came from Man United, didn't he? And then I think he went to Derby. Mm. And I was most most sort of aware of him there because I think you do still have a bit of a buzz about you as a, a Man, an ex-Man United youngster. So I was kind of like, I, you know, I was aware of his name popping up after those those periods of time. But he would get, you know score from free kicks and uh, score some like you know thunderous efforts from from deep and I think he scored against us a few times oh man that bounces crazy (laughs) crazy it's so wet so even though we're we're of the opinion that uh, maybe Kieran Westwood these days is you know maybe losing losing a lot of his mojo and his powers I would have thought that Kieran Westwood would still understand that you know, apply what happened previously when he bounced the ball to when he bounced the ball again. I'm a little surprised that it kind of threw him on that occasion. But do you not, is he not kind of, 
to give it to try and give him the credit where it's due maybe he's trying to see like what the bounce will be like when something's potentially bouncing in front of him that's interesting yeah that's an interesting thought to put out yeah because if you're you expecting just... a true bounce and it bounces like half of that you could easily get embarrassed as a goalkeeper mm. we'll see I mean I, I might <laughs> I might be it might just be a routine because there's so much, you know, so much of his, uh, you know, what he does pre-game is, uh, you know, layers and layers of routine and superstition. So it, it might just be another chunk of that. In that free kick that uh, Bristol City had, I just want to say that was a really beautiful, balletic fallover by Tammy Abrahams. Yes. Uh, really showing his Premier League potential from such a thing. <laughs> yeah, so Bristol, <laughs> Bristol City have had their first little bit in the game now, haven't they? Our, our mm. kind of initial bluster has, uh, has passed. I mean, Bristol City is still, this is still Lee Johnson era, Bristol City. He's must have been one of the longest serving managers of the championship. I would think so. They're, a, they're a sort of perennially a decent team, aren't they? I think they they probably have a ceiling which is sneaking into the playoffs. But they're, the worst they tend to do is is kind of top top half of the table and, and often top 10, isn't it? Yeah. So Reach is in the middle, making things happen here. Well, that was I was thinking about the formation. You've got Hooper and Fletcher up front. There's, it's, it's almost like... I mean, I don't know. I don't think we ever really saw in the Carver Hall any great identity of wingers. From what yeah, I kind but... of put together, I must say, I've not really seen a lot of that. You know, like I said, unfortunately... I follow has uh, been a bit too late for the Carlos Carvajal party. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, I follow was post pump. <laughs> you wanted to see it mid pump. Um, yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, the the width was mainly the the fullbacks bombing on was uh, was right. was, was yeah. our width. and and. And two quality attacking fullbacks, really. I mean, Jack Hunt is, I, I think, a, was hugely underrated at Wednesday. And I think the fact, yeah, I'd agree. You know, I think we've sort of seen how underappreciated he was now that we've n- we've not had him to call on. Um, and he gets through the miles, doesn't he? As a, a wingback for Bristol, he's like one of the one of the like hardest working players in the league, I, th- I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pudil, you're right. There was um, he had some really questionable, questionable performances that second season, and the third was was desperate at times. But uh, when he was playing well, really, uh, really efficient player. Liked the shot as well. <laughs> Well, it's a you know kind of dual threat. Whereas Hunt was always going to try and push you to the byline and, and cut it back, but Pudil sometimes would just you know have a bang. Disappointing <laughs> we didn't sign Sasso. I mean, if this was uh, there was a, obviously there was um, 
what was his chops? The Federico, who was it? Oh, you know, Anzio. Anzio, yes. We had some, um, we had some half decent, kind of cheap options for kind Generic. of centre back coverage. Yeah, continental centre backs, but they were all they're all varying shades of all right. I will say that was the thing that was kind of frustrating. I mean, Sasso had a really good run. So did Venancio at the end of her yeah. kind of spell, which we never seem to. I don't really understand why we didn't spend the money, and then we spent seemingly large bounties on the players like Jos Van Aken. Oh, Oodles, supposedly, on Van Aken, yeah. Yeah. So I don't quite understand it. Yeah, who knows? Some of the transfer dealings have been baffling, really. Mm. I I think I do remember... Yeah, that was gorgeous from Hooper. It's really making me a bit sort of nostalgic and sad watching Gary Hooper doing going about his business. <laughs> He's clearly quite fit. Essentially, yeah, with, with having Hooper there, you've got a player who can almost drop back and kind of look like he's playing in the hole and just kind of play it out and just have that, you know, just to kind of help cycle it up the field. Yeah. And the player who's just an exceptional finisher as well, and someone that we probably miss in that regards. Disappointing. Yeah, but then, yeah, all the, the, the injuries the time are disappointing. Makes a mockery I don't of think. Was that sorry? I was just saying, on an old theme, old father time makes a mockery of us all. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's the key of looking at this team, which is. Um, you know, not doing so well with a spell of possession so far in this game. You know, it looks like we're kind of losing that so far in this game to to Bristol. But um, yeah, we we were a pretty decent side. You know, <laughs> Fletcher's just charging down the goalkeeper, and he's completely <laughs> spuffed his clearance and got very lucky there, Bristol. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously. There's a lot of, I think, unfair kind of ill feeling uh, towards Carlos because it, it ended so poorly and acrimoniously. But, you know, this whole team pretty much was set up to have that one bite at the cherry. You know, lots of senior yeah. pros, get the last bit of, you know, the last good season or two out of them and then... You know, potentially, when you get the riches of the Premier League, you can build something new. Um, and he got us to the playoffs twice. I know. Which was pretty tremendous. Obviously, the third season, things all fell apart. But then this t- we're still paying for, essentially, that first gamble not working in terms of this yeah. creaking old squad. But, it, I mean, we were near us, damn it. I think it's fine to do that. I just think it's it's difficult to... I think you've just got to, annoyingly, consider there's so many kind of prominent, aging, elder statesmen of the game who are coming in to try and... You know, I think we talked about this kind of expendables of the championship yes. type of mentality. But you need to cycle that as much as possible. And that's I the th- problem. It's like there's just there's not a lot that's been cycled. I, I think, think the even the problem is, with that is sorry. the difficulty with that is 
you've got to cycle some of the plays you don't want to cycle because you've just got to keep doing as much as possible. And we just we've done so little of that. Well, that yeah, that for whatever reason, not not selling players and being the family and all the rest of it has that's been a bad decision. And I think the length of contracts was obviously another big decision that was made because that's that stops you having the churn as well because if mm. you can get those players on their their last you know their last hurrah and get them for signing for a year and playing for a new contract that's kind of the best of both worlds if what you do to get them through the door is you actually you give them the other year and another year on top of that that's where you end up stuck isn't it because nobody wants that old clodder they don't have to perform because it's their last payday. They know they're not getting another, so they're not going to go anywhere else. Man alive, that was quite the challenge by by Hunt. They both went in. That really was, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is feeling dicey here. Pudil's just sort of cleared it to the right on the edge of the box twice. I think as we're really seeing, this is why it's you know, if the comeback doesn't happen, this is why you go behind in the first place. Oh, Ooh. inches, inches wide. Oh, Lee Tomlin. Lee Tomlin. For a professional sportsman, it is a disgrace to be that fat. <laughs> I know I can talk, but I mean, that is his job <laughs> to run around. <laughs> And he—he's a tubby little guy, mm. but you know, fairly good player. Annoyingly, <laughs> as his goals against us record uh, t- testifies. Yeah. Oh, guy, salmon! <laughs> Always peddling your Land Rovers and Range Rovers to the Sheffield people. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to know what what the next the next step is. I think maybe we'd go completely the other way, and we end up with quite a young squad maybe next year. Well, that's what I know. A lot of people are saying regarding this kind of pandemic and crisis. Maybe this is you know brings transfer fees a lot lower. Maybe there's a bit more of a focus on academy football. I mean, interesting that actually this week, in terms of news, we've seen the end of Fletcher almost clearing off the line, basically. Oh, oh dear! This is a. Uh... I'm glad there's going to be some comeback coming in this one. This is a difficult <laughs> watch. This is a difficult one to pick. I was going to say, so Jack Stobbs has left the club. Yes. Um, he was saying how, like, he, you know, wasn't in. He, well, I guess the thing is basically him saying that Gary Monk has never seen me play because I've been. Ooh. Ooh, down goes Fletch. No, uh, Hutch. Oh, that's Hutch. It is yeah. Hutch, isn't it? Is that Paul Smith? It is. Shout out to uh, Wednesday being Paul a, Smith. Being a human neck brace for Sam Hutchinson. Yeah. Westwood doing a lot of talking to the referee with the with the glove covering his mouth. <laughs> Westwood's goalie kit doesn't have Chancery on. No. Um, 
It was all a bit haphazard, wasn't it? The kit stuff's been been fairly haphazard since we. Uh... Oh, was this our kind of delving into the realm of? Uh, I know we can make our own kits. <laughs> I think so to an extent. Which looks maybe, all right. He's maybe Dead Farm was like. Uh, Dead Farm was like, "At's got to uh, get the sewing kit out and put a few." Uh, <laughs> Put a few prototypes together. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then out- outsourced it to his little brother and, you know, it just keeps going. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how these things happen, right? For all promises. <laughs> Sondico. Oh, Sam, you're looking a very tan gentleman. He's looking hench is what he's looking. <laughs> he's looking what? <laughs> hench. He's busting out of that shirt. Pex. Oh. I just think he's looking very bronze. He is looking tanned. He's also got a dirty face now. Bronze Adonis. Bronze Adonis. A very handsome dude is uh, Sam Hutchinson. It's got to be said. Top-looking chap. He really picked up the... The most homoerotic Sheffield Wednesday podcast going. (laughs) Picked up the mantle from Tommy Spur in that regard. Hmm. I think we failed to mention that with Tommy Spur. We were talking about Tommy Spur recently and uh, failed to mention that he was, uh, you know, he was he was fulfilling that. Oh, got a lovely zoom in on the corner flag there. Beautiful. Brilliant, bit, Doing brilliant a bit, uh, bit of work. Was that a bit of like a white test? <laughs> Who knows? It was oh, weird. Dear. Oh, Fletcher. So this is the problem. Was like, I love Fletcher and I'm... So I guess in... I don't know, was it in the Star or the Examiner that Dumhausen was saying we're in a contract talks again with yeah. Fox Fletcher oh. and uh, old Big O, Ozazi Ogahide. Oh, yeah. So Fletch, just nobody anywhere near him has slid over. He's tapped the floor like he's in a chokehold on the WWE. Um <laughs> And Physio Smith is earning his crust because he had to run from one goal all the way up to the other side of the pitch because our our ageing team is dropping like flies. <laughs> I want to see him wearing a t-shirt that says Taput. Uh, Taput. Taput. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, well... <sighs> If it hadn't been for the long injury, no brainer. The guy's having season oh. of a lifetime. Oh, Kieran Lee. Oh, it's beautiful. He didn't even know he'd been tackled that player there, did he? Yeah, he doesn't unfortunately he doesn't have this type of engine and pace anymore, Kieran Lee. I'd love to be proved wrong Jones in that time. Just so bad. <laughs> Just in acres of space, he barely made the got made a, an open pass to Pudil. Oh, lordy! I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it, you know, in the autobiography of David Jones, that nobody would write or read. Um, it, it, you know, if 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 it said that he had a complete mental breakdown before he joined Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> I would I would go okay that explains it because he, the guy we got was just so frightened on the ball. 
Do you think his um, his preseason would have just been like a concentrated version of uh, Stephen King's Misery? Yeah, maybe some sort of scream therapy. <laughs> one of those one of those clinics where they give you LSD just to see what see what's going on. <laughs> so just to see what happens. <laughs> We're going to give him a super dose of mushrooms just to see what happens. Couldn't, couldn't make it any worse, could it? No. Reach with a speculative effort, sort of. Yeah, the like. days days before Reach, you know, finding his uh, his super boots. Super boots. I liked uh, I liked this haircut on Reach. I don't. It's a bit. What too... are they doing again? Another massive zoom into the corner flag. This is so strange. Is it? I thought it was like focusing purposes. Is that right? I don't know, but there's other oh, cameras, isn't there? <laughs> isn't the job gonna... to not, not be on that camera when you're zooming into the corner flag? <laughs> I was going to say regarding Fletcher, it's just like it's interesting now because I mean, you know, one or two injury niggles, but largely Fletcher looks a hell of a lot stronger yes. as a player. And it felt like we saw a lot of Fletcher doing his typical like, oh crap, it looks like I'm injured again. And there seemed to be a lot of that. It felt like there was, there was, you know, a lot of um, duct tape needed to keep them together every game. I don't know how much is that and how much is he is. He's not a massive striker, but he's big enough that he doesn't, he's not going to get many favours from referees. And I don't know how much is, I'm letting you know, referee, that they went you know, they put a knee in my back. They've just kicked mm-hmm. me there. I've, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how often. He, it's funny because he does get injured quite a lot. Yeah. But he also goes down injured about 10 mm-hmm. times for every real injury. And I don't know how much of that is like, make a note <laughs> of that ref. He went through me, you know, like just to mark that this has happened. Did you love the bit of Jack Hunt skill that just happened? Just oh, now? it was gorgeous. This is a lovely move. We've gone right across the back here. Oh, bad pass from Reach. It was reported in one of, um, I think, maybe one of the interviews. I don't know who it was with recently, but some current, I think, or former Wednesday professional in one of the reviews. I don't know. There's so many kind of interviews with you know people in the press just to kind yeah. of you know create a bit of space. Uh, publishable space you know right now yes yeah so they were, they were saying that like fletcher goes really hard in training right so, okay so, so that's what some i've read someone from somewhere recently good ball from reach i don't know what hooper was hoping for he's trying to chest it down it looks classy though even when yeah he, even when he fucks up it looks classy <laughs> There's that. I, I love that. The, so there's this group of fans that sat on the north stand with a Czech Republic flag, which is uh, for Pudil, and they were still really um, loyal. Even the because he start he started playing a lot less this season, but the season after he barely played at all. Mm. They would still turn up, put that flag out. Sometimes he wasn't even on the bench. Uh, you know, it was a nice thing to mark. Tom Lee's cushioned header down. He's a different guy. I would hope with Fletcher we don't end up... He doesn't get his you've-just-left Premier League Sunderland contract renewed. He gets 
a you are 32 years old contract. <laughs> That's what it. That's what it says on the top of the contract. <laughs> I, Stephen Fletcher, being of sound mind and thirty-two years, of, years age. of age. <laughs> but you know, like, if we're not paying him that, come hither, just dropped from the prem salary, and you know, we're marking the fact that he is an older professional who's not going to play as many games, and that is reflected in what he gets paid. I'm, I've no problems really with giving Fletcher another year. Same okay. way with Hooper. Like if we could, if Hooper would have been daft enough to sign a deal where, you know, he got paid when he played football, or it was heavily incentivized in that way, then that I wouldn't have minded that as a gamble because if they play for you, they don't cost anything to keep, do they? Mm. Than wages, you know, it's replacing Stephen Fletcher will cost us a lot more than keeping Stephen Fletcher. So uh, we've got a lot of red, uh, pink, red boots in the team. Mm. You know, it's in this, it, it doesn't suit. I think it suits. It, well, it's not too bad on Kieran Lee. I was going to say it doesn't suit Bannon at all. It's a weird one for Kieran Lee though, because you sort of, if you had to like say which player would be a a kind of black black Adidas, black Umbro sort of dude. I think Kieran Lee would be that for me. They've all got him. They're all, yeah. It's like they're all wearing, um, you know, there's, uh, it's like they're all wearing earplugs on their feet. Yes, yes. And while we're talking about fashion, can we just talk about, oh, hang on, oh. hang on. Oh, big spuffy effort from, uh, corner. from Fletch. Want a corner? Nah. No. Just straight up his ear. Uh, how uh, how dishy is Carlos looking in his suit? Oh, lovely. Slightly shiny suit he's got on. Brilliant. Brilliant. And I think he got his hair plugs uh, between the first season and the second season, didn't he? He turned up, turned up with a between hair. second and third. I can't remember. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. I remember, I'm gonna, he, I remember he did and seeing him like, ooh. going to assess oh. the hairline. Uh, when we get to see him again. Fletcher, this is uh, obviously pre uh, his do-over hair transplant. He had multiple goes there, didn't he? Did He's had a few goes, definitely. Uh, Barron's and Bannon's only done one. It's working quite well for Bannon, I'd say. He's looking good on the, uh, yeah, on the, old, on the gram now. Fletcher's looking pretty good these days as well. Yeah, I've not, I've not been following his, uh, his work. Look at Tom. Look how comfortable Tom Lee's looks. It's a different man, I know. Flipping heck. I mean, you sort of say, oh, he's dropped off and he's not the same player. He's not the same player. And the, you know, he's got snazzy boots on as well. Maybe it was all they were all in those cool boots and they were feeling good. They were looking good and feeling good. <laughs> Sounds like some Carlos Carlos thing he puts on the wall or something. <laughs> if you feel good about the chicken, then the chicken will taste good on the fire. I don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> this reference. Oh, uh, maybe okay. I think so. I think so. But I also think maybe it's just a bad translation. <laughs> Which made me wonder, I was actually before this just looking at Carlos Carvajal and thinking, I should 
whether we'll do this for a book club, I don't know. But no, I, I don't. Want, I, I don't have time to read anything else. The tactical periodization, sort of. Yeah. One of his two he's, mantles. He's got one. Another, I think he's got two of them. I think there's that one, which yeah. is like um, quite slim and maybe only in Portuguese. And there's no one called soccer soccer know how or something. Yeah. I think maybe they've both been translated, but I don't know. Maybe that's something to do. Ooh, so a decent break there from Bristol City up the right-hand side and a, a very brave block from, from Hutchinson in the box. So they've got a corner now. There's not been much. It's been, it's been quite sort of... Um, it's all kind of happened in, in the middle third, hasn't it? There's not been much in either box, really, so far. We're about half hour in. <clears throat> oh Neil can't know him never heard of him that looked like a uh, that looked like it was going goalwood it looked like it was a really oh so Tom Lee's clearing header straight to the guy that just took put the corner in and uh, O'Neill takes the second attempt and Tammy Abrams smashes it home with the header ooh want to see that one back Will we on this full match replay? Will it just carry on? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I was wondering. He's crossed himself. He's point. He's given it two two finger guns to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 made things right with his God, and he's he wanders back to our his own half. A satisfied man. A good header it was a was a good header. Thundering. Which is weird because I kind of look at Abraham and you know hell of a hell of a lot more professional athlete than I am <laughs> will ever be, um, but he doesn't look very powerful. Really, I suppose he's quite slightly built. So we're not getting a replay, by the way. That's um, oh. that's fun. <laughs> well, if you want afterwards, maybe we can do a recap and we can look at the highlight reel. Maybe, maybe. So we've kicked off again. We look considerably more nervous now, obviously. They've That's got beautiful ball from Bells. Oh, gorgeous. Very bad. And we ruined things by giving it back to David Jones. The frightened little mouse is doing some passing, <laughs> sideways passing. <laughs> the Stuart Little of Sheffield Wednesday, David Jones. <laughs> When, when David Jones is the mouse in the bucket, you know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to pass it sideways or spin round and lose it. He's going to poo himself. <laughs> oh, oh, Jones on the corner here. Jones on the corner. I seem to remember his set pieces weren't too bad. I think it was maybe one of the better things about his Wednesday playing career was his corners. Yeah, that's not bad. That was pretty good. Oh, some some nice work from Fletch to hold off a defender, but his flick was was pretty bad. Trying to recycle it. Mm. So, so you know the full outlay of its game, Rich. I don't. I so I I can't remember really. I know it was a. I know it was a come from behind. Um, okay. Win. So, I did a little bit of a match report. I don't know if I want to spoil it or not. I'm not going to. 
I'm not going to. I'm going to act all coy. Yeah, please. <laughs> I no. love it when you're coy. Okay, okay. I thought you were going to be like, dude, you got to tell me. I'm like, no. Um, yeah, I was going to say something, but we'll just leave it to see what happens. Yeah, no, whatever Freudian thing it is where you kind of like delay pleasure for yourself, I've, I'm bad for that. Like, there's TV shows I've just not watched the last episode of because in a kind of Schrodinger-esque thing, like the anticipation of how good it might be is better than how it ends up being. So, TV shows have you not watched the last episode of Rich? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of an example. I can't think of an example, but uh, I'm think I'm trying to think of maybe it'll come. I remember things was interesting. I remember like um, me and my family members were watching the uh, what's this chops? Who's the guy did the West Wing? Aaron Sorkin. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip, oh, and I remember yes. my sister-in-law saying i don't want to watch the last episode because i don't want to say goodbye yes yeah i just finished uh, silicon valley and uh, the last episode gave me one of those kind of i think if it had finished one episode less and it had just been they were on the cusp of everything being good that would have been a better finish than the actual. yeah i was disappointed the last episode of silicon valley though the 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 pattern is really basically they never win basically isn't it that's the yes yeah but they won at the end of the first season and that was good that was quite triumphant yes yes it was sorry i didn't know what you're talking about silicon valley or the game or that pass from bristol city at that time oh sorry yeah no it's okay this is kind (laughs) of a bit like how it'd be at, at a football match we'd Talk for yeah. most of it, we'd probably oh. just piss off everyone else around us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, real fun, scrappy business there, but I love that from Fletch, wholeheartedly just pulling down a man and also taking the ball off him uh, and doing it right under the ref's nose without getting a foul blown up. And then uh, little Richie Richie manages to win a free kick for us. Gives it to Hutch. Interesting. <laughs> so pointing. I suppose Hutch is centre back, isn't he? So it's less than he's not divvying up tasks with uh, Bannon in the same way he normally would if they were play- if they were sharing the midfield. <clears throat> Wonder if we'll ever see Hutch again. Mm, I know. It's just a shame so many of his plays we don't really get the chance to say goodbye to. Yeah. Well, that was the, one of the things with Jack Stubbs, wasn't it? There's no real chance to say goodbye. I mean, I think he, I think Sheffield Wednesday mean a huge amount more to him than he's not really played a part in my life as a Sheffield Wednesday fan. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, he's yes, exactly. Very yeah. much on the outskirts of things. Um, oh, Tom Lee's. Who are you? Oh. Chests it down, looks around, picks out the pass, and all looking very calm. And uh, yeah, so strange. It has to be said, Bristol City not putting, they're not pressuring the back line. Mm. I think this is kind of pre Klopp days because everybody sort of feels like they have to hound after defenders now. Mm. We've, uh, We've become. At least partially gen in this country. 
<laughs> oh, terrible, terrible. Oh, oh, oh. Awful tackle from Tom Lees. He's the wrong side. He goes with the wrong foot. And he <sighs> half a touch on the ball. Chris would have done better with a parry as well. Yes. You should never parry it up in the air like that. Good striker instinct from Abraham, no? Yep. From, uh, double Jesus finger guns. Tommy Abraham. At least we know that um, you know his uh, his God forsakes him in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he now, Tammy? Yeah. Is he now? This is quite a. I don't know if you like from this camera angle. You're like looking at the people just streaming into the exits. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of oddly poetic. Nice view. Hmm. The beautiful Hillsborough Stadium. So we're two nil down now. Tammy Abraham with both of the efforts. He's not really had to work very hard for either of them, to be honest. Um, and Tom Lee's at fault for both. So even this markedly better than Tom Lee's we have now, Tom Lee's is still pretty uh, shonky in some ways. <laughs> Should have done an awful. Oh, that was almost be delicious kind of feed through. Mm. A lot of a lot of nearly moments in their in their half. Mm. Oh, that's a nice pass from Tottenham. Yeah, Control down out, out to Jack Hunt on the opposite flank. So uh, I don't know if we touched on this, but of the uh, the daft kit numbers, uh, Barry Bannon's forty one is is right up there and on the on the top of the pops charts of daft kit numbers. Um, Wasn't there a story about how like um, Bannon's like, forty one was actually thanks to uh, Chancery? Well, I think that all it's the numbers number. were sort of like lucky tie, lucky numbers. Although that might just be. <laughs> There's a lot of myths and rumours and things like that around the club, isn't there? But uh, yeah, I mean, Hutch is 23, weird. which is a bit of a that's a bit of a it's a bit of a Beckham classic, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, mm. Reach just absolutely rinsed the right back. Oh, oh. oh there we go. Oh, oh, oh the only, the only way the only that's way I can prevent him getting up. down is to take him down. So reach little trick on the on the uh, the sideline does the does the number two the right back his covering midfielder gets done by reach again drop of the shoulder and he just hacks him down he's got a yellow card for it. Well, we don't, uh, yeah. So go on. I was going to say we, uh, we obviously we know that we know the fate of this game but we don't look defeated at all. No, we, our heads haven't bowed at all. That's an yeah, interesting point because we're we're two 0 down at home, but we really haven't <laughs> lost uh... in uh, how many minutes is that? Well, that was like <laughs> yeah, it's the first well, we half. Post half time now, aren't we? But yeah, it's, yeah. it would have been about thirty five minutes, something like that. I think along those lines. That was a gorgeous pass by David Jones, but nobody was anywhere near it. We all stood think, and watched. Yeah, I remember defenders I, I, clear it. I remember the set pieces being good, but 
you know, you can't afford to have a player on the pitch just for set pieces, just no. for their prowess and that without doing something else. And they've not employed our new rule change that we've suggested of just having like a kind of pinch hitter style person that you can bring on four set pieces. Literally a, a kicker. The ref just blocked Adam Reach from having a shot there. We should get a penalty for that. I don't know what the what the rules are, but <laughs> that was disgraceful. Uh, Foster's some time wasting from uh, from Bristol City now. Really taking a long, long time to take this throw in. Lee Johnson's uh, dad, Gary Johnson, it was Gary Johnson, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. I seem to remember his teams were quite uh, time wasty. Oh yeah, his times at, oh. uh, he was he was Yeovil manager for a long time, wasn't he? Of course, yeah, old man Johnson. <laughs> and they're throwing themselves on the floor. Kieran Lee arrived tiny, tiny bit late there, and uh, Tomlin's, you know, rolling around and got got himself a free kick out of very little. And again, the decision of who takes this free kick in their own half is is a long winded one. The uh, the Czechia flag. There it is. Oh, Pudil's just pulled up it with a sore, sore, uh, sore leg. So to spoil you, spoil it for you, Rich. He does actually uh, come off for uh, Ch- Chiman, Chiman Chim- Nando. Um, I think that is a halftime sub as well. Just to just to spoil that one. But that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. Apart from the fact we know that we don't <laughs> win it yet, right now. We, we know uh, that there's a reason that it's been uploaded to the the club's YouTube channel. Do you, you remember, wanna... this really, do you remember this really bad game? Do you want to watch that one again? <laughs> this season also had us losing one of the games I do remember watching because it was one of the ones picked for international coverage. Um, so I, I managed to find a grotty stream yeah. of it. Was um, us losing away at Burton Albion. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was miserable. Good (gasps) attack here. Oh! (sighs) Nice bit of play. Hooper spread it out to Hunt. Hunt clipped it back. That was was all right. Another decent, yeah, decent cross there from from Reach. There's Atty. Not ready to say goodbye to Atty either. In a way, why would you? He might be one of very few players that I think would stay at at least our level, if not. I just think he's so useful. If you've got some spare budget, which might be a big if. But he gives you a lot, and I'm sure he doesn't earn a huge amount. Oh, so Pudil's just put, got, yeah, just sort of cl- caught a cleared ball and uh, and passed it away, but he's gone down injured again. So, uh, yeah, he's obviously really struggling with something. Mm. He is another one. 
who would go down every game with an injury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you saw a lot more of it than I did, but it's yeah. sounds legitimate. Like Hutch. Hutch, every single game, there's a moment where it's like, is Hutch going to come off then? <laughs> every game he's been in. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Westwood kicks out of the hands. Fletcher with a lovely flick on. Almost, almost went to Hooper. Oh, man. Nearly, See, nearly wondering, again and again here. I'm wondering That's with the keeper issues. Now I'm also wondering and thinking back to... We did get a, we did quite a bit of joy from Westwood from his kicking, even when some of his other players have been not so good. Westwood has been... I, 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 I would have... In my ideal world, I think... We we let West so the the changes just happened by the way. Pudil's come on for uh, uh, come off and Fernando Forestieri has joined the fray, which I guess means Reach is going to play left back. We'll see, um, but um, I think Westwood was an unbelievable signing because I thought Kirkland was amazingly good, and then Westwood came in and he was even better than him. Yes. Uh, I couldn't believe that. I mean, the run of goalkeepers we had for free, because Lee Grant was free and amazing as well. Yep. It's now half time in the game, and there's no uh, replays or anything like that. We are straight into the second half. To um, a lesser extent, I mean, it wasn't incredible, but Nicky Weaver on a free was pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we gave him a season too many. Like, yes. As well. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I, I think Westwood was just unbelievably good. The problem is, we, he shouldn't be here this. He shouldn't have been here this season. I know. And we should have made plans in the meantime. <laughs> but you probably would have given him a contract in that in that regards, right? Possibly, yes. Like you say, it's it's whatever French club it is, Lyon or whoever. That approach where you go, yeah, you're the guy for now, but we've got the next guy ready. Yeah. I think goalkeeping is actually one of those areas where you can get away with doing that sort of planning. Because there's almost an acceptance that you're not, you're either playing or you're not playing. It's not like, oh, we'll squeeze in second goalie kind of thing yeah um so it's more inherent with the position that i think that that you're gonna spend some time sat on your your behind well i don't know about you rich i could really do with a yorkshire tea right now i don't know why you know my um my elevate drink was just a bit bit too salty But think about all the electrolytes you've replenished. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just the other day, I was wondering where I put those electrolytes. You know, <laughs> I swear they were on the side, but they weren't. You know, next to the keys. So second half, uh, just to kind of oh, we've we've made two changes, haven't we? Because uh, Wallace has come on. So who's Wallace yes. come on for? Jones. I don't know. I don't know. Wallace just nearly had a penalty costing nibble at the uh, the winger there. That was <laughs> <She> dicey. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> wow. Heart in your mouth stuff. Oh. Yeah, because Fletcher's still there. Hooper's still there. So, we, yeah, we've ditched Jones and we've got Wallace. Um, so it'll be Kieran Lee and, and Bannon in the middle. Uh, Reach playing uh, left wing. Uh, sorry, left back. Uh, yeah, but we sorry. also seem to have changed the way we're dealing with. So Hotch is marking Tammy Abraham now. I think first half we were just kind of letting him do what he wanted, pretty much, and and, and fighting for the second ball. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I really want to say, Richie, that the uh, you are. I think you really must be the uh, the star Sheffield Wednesday uh, journalist we need and deserve with using terms such as penalty costing nibble. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> I can think of no other way to uh, to describe it. <laughs> I thought it was interesting so, with this playback we didn't get like there wasn't even a moment to say this is half time this is second no, half it was really abrupt yeah hey the media team's probably on furlough or whatever so <laughs> we should just be thankful for what we've got but yeah there's definitely a marked sort of change in how we're trying to deal with Abraham I think there's been some uh some notes at halftime. Been some delicious uh, Portuguese metaphors in the changing room. He is the meat. Put him on your fire. It's all. <laughs> it was all meat and fire related. Close the windows on this Bristol City team. Well, he wasn't talking about bands. <laughs> So we look, <laughs> we look much more hesitant to start the second half than we did. We we ended the first half better than we started the second, I think. Which is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I suppose we've made another. So we've kind of had two changes: one enforced and one chosen. So we're, we're maybe just still trying to find our feet in the new shape. Because I'm not really sure. It is Jones who went off, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But I'm not sure how Wallace and it's maybe more of a traditional four four two now, whereas we had three up top before. But still, look who's look who the width is coming from. It's Jack Hunt. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we've pushed up the back. The back line's much closer it's to right. the halfway line. Oh, what a pass! Oh. oh. Reach threaded a gorgeous ball through to Kieran Lee. Decent shot and a good save. And Kieran Lee with the man with the radar in his head. Yes. You got a good sight of his uh, his upturned sleeve there, by the way, when we were watching him wander back. Beautiful. Oh! Ho, ho. Fletcher header like it was nothing. Second game running for Fletcher. Slotted into the bottom corner. 
set piece from Forestieri. Mm. But that was just, yeah, that was, there was no effort to that one. Fletcher's headers quite often are like hugely athletic with like straining neck muscles and things like that. And this was, uh, yeah, this was just hold off the defender and just calmly nod it in. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So game on. Game on indeed. Definitely pre um, pre hair transplant, Carlos. We just caught a glimpse of him, sort of frantically waving and pointing. And there's a distinct baldy spot on his head. Just to just to talk back again about Fletcher, he's a man who has an exceptional. He's got a real exceptional heading skill. Yes, like there's something incredibly intelligent and classy about a lot of his headers. I want to say it's like having a third foot on his face. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, yeah, he's he's a the extra yard is on his face. In the, shape the, extra, of the, the extra yard and his extra appendage <laughs> directly on his face. Oh, bit of a spurious <sighs> right foot left there from Wallace in the middle. Long, long way out. Bit, bit greedy. He acknowledges that. He's he's putting his hand out. Oh, I miss Wallace. Yeah, he he was another one. We absolutely got great value out of Ross Wallace. Exceptional value. I think even his third year wasn't too bad. His last season with us. Mm, his legs have gone a bit. Oh, no. I don't know. The, the, those first two seasons were fantastic, I'd say. Yeah. This season and the season before were both exceptional value. The third one was like, I don't know. I don't know. We did go into... Uh, well, yeah. Third season of, um, you know... Yes. Playing a, oh. Yoss playing him in a false nine away at Millwall. Is obviously part of that season as well. Of course, yeah. So we've had a really... To handball from Tomlin, really quick restart, uh, banning out to reach. Now it's sort of slowed down again, unfortunately. Got bocked out. In the third year, we did just get some mileage out of him. Like, it was just... That's, like, I think that's I, what I mean. I think when he when he was asked, he did the job kind of thing. It wasn't like... Yeah. He was... I'm just looking at people like Abdi and... To an extent, Hooper and you know a lot of those players. Their last year was really ignominiously awful and kind of you know just did they played no part. Hooper basically played no part his last season. You know, I remember that game where we were away against you know after the you know the season of the was getting was getting massacred by two goals by Sheffield United at home. Yes. And going away to Bumholstein and uh, getting that nil-nil and, you know, pretty tight performance. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed Ross Wallace in that game, just playing the kind of, just being very much like a um, a bit a of a nasty, player. cheeky, nasty professional. Yeah. He was, he was pretty great in that role, I'll be honest. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a real hairy moment that didn't yeah. need to be there. Oof. Nearly got some, nearly. There's a decent distribution from Westwoods. Yeah, I remember that game. I think it was the first season of um, 
of Carvajal with the goal, which was basically Westwood hoops it, you know, hoofs it long, it bounces, Hooper gets on the end of it and just rams it in, basically. Yeah, I, th- I, I think Dawson had a few of those sort of. Well, that, yeah, I remember. I remember the. Um, you know, I remember the. You were talking about the. You know, the real weapon that it was for us from the. Um, yeah. The game away against Forest this year with the Rhodes hat trick. Yes. You were saying how, like, you know, Dawson kicked it and it went like an arrow. I think just consistency. Mm. You know, if, it's it's not rocket science that if you're a player and you know where to stand, you're going to win the ball more often. It's just you see how much Fletcher has to work to win a header sometimes, and it's it's extraordinary because he'll be stood. He literally has to, you know, move from one third of the pitch through another third to the the, the place where he actually wins the ball. That's just got to put you at a disadvantage more often than not. Oh, oh, Kieran Lee. Oh, Kieran Lee. <laughs> what a player. Yes. Beautiful. Just sailing through their defence with just, just eyes and body language. He's not The ball didn't actually move very much at all. He's just, you know, throwing up feints wherever he can. Beautiful stuff. Oh, come on, Raph. That's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Not a foul throw. The well, less the um the often happening but less called upon foul throw. This is a long, long oh my goodness. Oh no, it's a free kick. Free kick. He's jollied them along. Flint has now moved the ball three times and decided that now they decide that the goalkeeper is going to be the one to take it, who also needs to move it. Yeah, time wasting, time wasting. A lot of time wasting here. Mm-hmm. Who's the Bristol goalkeeper? He's massive. Is it Minone? Minone. Vito Minone. Is that, sure. is that who it is? Oh, no. Okay. I thought because you had your report up. No, I've gone. Uh, Get your spoilers ready. Full screen to really get the game oh, into my fully into my eyeballs. Just burning it deep into my retinas. Oh, great! Touch oh, ball. beautiful! And what a ball! Control! Oh, Cooper oh. got caught up by the defender a little bit. Nando, decent shot, but his kind of standard P roller yeah. shot into into the keeper's waiting hands. Cultured P-roller. The cultured P-roller. And the fact that the ground is so soggy won't won't have been won't have be helping the P-roll move yeah. along. <laughs> oh, Kieran Lee gets his pocket picked. Oh here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Hodge supermans Move himself on. into the Bristol City player and uh is sent off. I remember the thinking, feeling about that. That was harsh. Oh, he takes the buttons off. Oh. Go and take the shirt off, take the buttons off. I'd love it if he ripped it like Macho Man or Hulk Hogan. Well, He's got a bit of chewing gum on the go there. Is that allowed? He's got a bit of chewing gum on the go. Is that allowed? I don't know. I remember thinking it was harsh that that was a sending off. I know it's how much intention there is, but I do think he kind of extends his fall 
to make sure that the player doesn't get there. You can see an intent with him extending uh-huh. his neck. Oh, there we go. Zoom in on the corner flag again. Beautiful stuff. I think that's why they picked this game. There's just a lot of um, just just a lot of beautiful <laughs> zooming on the corner flags. Yeah, it was, right. it was not right match, but the digital zoom. Oh, loudy, 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 loudy! Zoom into those corner flags, please. Oh, classic. Classic bit of keeper. What's the corner flag doing when you're zooming on it? Nothing. It's limp. Oh! Hey. hits the post. Oh, that's an awful tackle from Flynn. Yeah, oh, not Flynn. It's and the, he's it's gone. That, and he's gone. To, uh, fouled, uh, oh, so it's the guy that fouled Reach, isn't it? O'Neill, isn't it? O'Neill, it is. I know who O'Neill is now. Used to play for... Uh, he does a sort of Saki shake Saki of the hand, hand shake, of, yeah. like Hooper did him, even though it was a terrible, terrible tackle and, and no, 100% a, a yellow card. O'Neill is being a bit of a turd of a human being. <laughs> Which is all more time-wasting, isn't it, as well? Gary O'Neill. The ball, the he was much closer to Hooper's balls than... Uh, oh, 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 what a close-up. <laughs> <laughs> Another corner flag close up. Let's capture a bit of half of an advertising board. I mean, I know it's Westfield Health, but we'll just tease the uh, we'll tease the audience. <laughs> this is a long delay in play here. There's much. This is much much longer than the penalty. I don't know. I'm still reeling from the enjoyment of seeing one of their players get sent off. <laughs> so that's pretty, quickly afterwards. A, How insane that's a pretty is that? Quick succession, right? I mean, the yeah. players who were sent, both of them sent off, but that feels like they must be up there in terms of records with, like, after the play, another player is sent off. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, actual time played. Yes. Oh. Kesley. Not the best there, but we get a... Oh, no, we didn't get a corner. Okay, so it's like, mm. okay. But, um... Oh, yeah. Dear me. But that, I think that's justice because the way he took Reach down was disgraceful. It was just so cynical. And cynical, awful. I know. So it's quite nice that um, he gets his proper punishment a bit later. It's a second yellow, which I mean, if he didn't have a first yellow, it would just be it would just be a yellow. It's like it's a professional foul, isn't it? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What was? Uh, what are we applauding? Uh, what's that? Sorry. What are we applauding? Oh, who knows? There was a time where people just applauded. <laughs> well, no, but there's always. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I like football fraternity moments, and uh, you know, I like those things where we like applaud play, injured players off and stuff. Um, but there was like a, a hotbed for someone's auntie dying and things like that, wasn't there? And sure. Sorry. Okay. It, it, you know, it could be one of those. Okay. I'm, I'm just guessing it's one of those, like, they sure. were, you know, they we, were 58 and it's the 58th yeah. minute or whatever. Um, yeah. it, it just, it was a good idea. And then it got, it was like almost every game. And sometimes it was like multiple times in a game and it just, yeah, silly. No, I know it's, it's difficult to know how much is enough <laughs> of that stuff. It's, yeah. Stuff. I don't know. It's a nice bit of play. 
See, oh. no, I thought he was going to string it out. Now he's going to. Who knows what he's going to do? That is so Forestieri, late, later period Forestieri. Because the best thing for you the team. momentum, because I think I can do something and then discover I can't do something. So by which yeah. time we've lost the momentum and any kind of joy. Yeah, I know the best thing is to play it to reach and that will help the team. But what I want to do is make it about me for 30 seconds and, yeah, destroy any momentum we had. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah, I've just in, lost uh, all my sort of, uh, sympathy and uh, and love for Mr. Forestieri over the over the the many moments like that. <laughs> it's been something that's been observed by people, I think, who've listened to this podcast. Yes, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you you do that, and uh, you know, you pull a rabbit out of the hat and make a goal happen. Then, fair enough. No, I would never be churlish enough to tell you off for doing something for the betterment of Sheffield Wednesday, even if it is kind of selfish. But that is that's a perfect example of of the sort of thing he does all the time. And it could have been a you know who knows what would have come of it. it it's not a given that Reach produces a good enough ball, but it it, it meant we had a very tame effort rather than a decent effort oh so we must have made another sub it's weird they don't even show the subs happening yeah because the clock's still running oh because we got uh Chiboy so Sasso have... yeah but so who's who did Sasso come on for was it Banner no, Bannon's there. Maybe we snuck him on. We've got an extra player. Because we've got Hon. <laughs> what? This is hurting my head. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine, Rich. It's fine. Uh, so who did Sasso come on for? Do you know? I'm going to look it up. Hang on. Let me see this, please. Oh, there we go. Nice bit of guarding out. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, Hooper. Oh, so Hooper came off. Okay. So Hooper must have come off after the foul, presumably. I was convincing myself I'd already see, I'd seen Hooper, but then the last time I saw him was when he got fouled by O'Neill. So maybe he came off. Uh, at that point. It's just... Uh, oh, it's nice to be watching football, isn't it? It is. It really is. <laughs> you can just see, feel the momentum swings, though, again, because it's like we are now having a bit of a lull, but they don't have the kind of energy or inclination to press us at all. So we're getting a lot of the ball without having to work very hard and, sh- and not showing much in the way of, you know, inventiveness, ingenuity. But um, 
this is the dangerous time, isn't it? When you just sit back and let the team play and you can play yourself into bits of form and things like that. So nice little moment from Kieran Lee takes a quick corner, but they are all in their box. Basically. They're just no, there's no out ball whatsoever. Tammy Abrahams is halfway in their half. Another corner. Deep breaking ball from from uh, Bannon. I I do ne- I will never ever. There are tons of people leaving now. I will never ever understand that. <laughs> you don't do it at any other form of entertainment. It's it's absolutely bizarre. And we are pouring it on at this, you know, like pressure wise. <laughs> Everybody's in Bristol City's half. Westwood is halfway or power half. You know, we are layering on the pressure at this stage and you're going home because you want to get home 15 minutes earlier or something. Oh, I do not get it. Because <laughs> why do you go to football? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean obviously we know we we know that this is a tremendous comeback so you know how many t- surely that you only make that mistake once but people leave every week leave early <sighs> I suppose that we ha- I, you know I have a bit of a unique perspective on it because my drive home from Hillsborough is really long regardless of what happens and when I leave. So there's no real benefit to me in uh, in leaving early. I know it can make a significant difference if you're kind of battling your way across town. But still, you don't leave the theatre 10 minutes before the end of the play. You don't leave the cinema 10 minutes before the end of the, uh, of the film. It's bizarre. Wallace does seem to have a bit of a free roll, just to back up what the commentator said there. Oh, I don't have the commentator. Oh, oh I've got it like faint in the background because it's not okay. going to uh, kind of. I don't think it plays. Here. It's not playing through anyway, so it's fine. We're not, it is um, not. We're not causing any issues uh, copyright wise. Oh, gorgeous pass from Reach through to Forestieri. Oh, twisted and turned. That was a shot. I mean, that was the weirdest thing. I didn't. What was it trying to achieve? I don't know. <sighs> He's looking for that Cantona moment. <laughs> Do you know there's some things that you, you sort of think like they were tr- amazing at the time, but probably like the cost of it now becoming an option that people try and choose in those moments. I think that Cantona chip is one of those where like it probably cost hundreds of goals over the next couple of years because people thought, no, what I can do is rather than shoot properly, (laughs) is do a clever little chip because I'm brilliant. Like, (laughs) like Cantona. And the other one is, is the Henri uh, shot, you know, the curl round the, you take it from sort of, you shoot to the far post with the curl in and so many players try and hit that shot when they're not good enough to do it. And it must have, again, must have cost so many chances and goals. Mm. 
remember Leon Clark was a big fan of doing it, and he did hit it a few times, but more often than not, he just put it wide. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked gorgeous when Henri did it. <clears throat> oh my goodness, the time wasting is crazy. I know. Oh, and he's fiddling with his socks, and I mean, he's taken so long already. Legitimately, this must be more than a minute of just faffing to take this goal kick. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Tom Lee's doing Abraham's there for the ball. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Like to see it. <laughs> and he's completely... winning an aerial battle against someone much taller. <laughs> he's completely faded out of the game altogether, Abrahams, hasn't he? He looks so confident, Lee's. Even in a game where I know hasn't performed. You know, has had his faults, I would say, let's put it that way. That was a nice bit of movement from Forestieri because he, you know, kind of drew, dragged his man in and then pushed it. And then that ball is <laughs> The quality is just so, letting us down again and again. He's just going to walk back your comment about Forestieri there, Rich. Uh, no, I th- um, the movement was really good. You know, he dragged his, he dragged a sort of a midfielder or two into their defensive line and then sprinted out quicker than them to, to kind of move them around. It's just his, um, yeah, his pass to Jack Hunt was woeful. But, yeah, the movement was gorgeous. Oh, do you know, Sasso is just such a calming presence as well. I know. He's been such an, yeah. Was it Financio that was like, the fee was actually pretty high, though? Yeah, but I think like 3.2 million or something. We were quoted, I think it was a couple of million euros, three million euros or something, which I think yeah. was less pounds at the time. I think it was more like two or something. But okay. there was also something with the deal to say that actually nearby, we, if we'd done it at the beginning, we could have got like him for like a few hundred thousand or something like this. Right. <clears throat> Oof. <laughs> that was dicey stuff from Jack Hunt. Trying to hold off a man on Rich, the edge of the box. Uh, love search from Fletcher oh, for his banner. Banner running forward. We're doing a good break here. This is good. I like this. Yeah, nice counter-attacking stuff. Well, that was the... we. I mean, that was the Carlos thing, wasn't it? We were always a better team. If we had less possession, even at home, if we had less possession than the opposition... We were a better team than when we... If we had 60% possession, by and large, that was a game that we'd, we'd lost or drawn. Yeah. And if we had, like, yeah, 30% possession, we probably won 2-0. <laughs> We've always kind of been a bit like that, really, haven't we? I suppose. That was a great uh, ball in by Wallace, by the way. Just dropped it. Oh! <gasps> what a finish! What a finish! That's an excellent effort. Oh. Terrible goalkeeping. <laughs> Looking like he's been shot by the ball. 
basically. Lovely effort from Bannon. He was assassinated by that strike from Bannon. He <laughs> <laughs> just was moving so much, wasn't he? He hit it with the outside of his foot and it's swerving. The goalkeeper goes bum bum over tea kettle over that one. <laughs> what a hit from Bannon. I love it when we get a Bannon screamer. Well, they're, they're, those are the only ones there are. I know. I know. He doesn't score tap-ins or anything no. coming up his shin or anything like this. Um, just uh, for my um, <laughs> purposes as much as anything else, have you done something different with your microphone since the Bannon uh, effort? Because it's gone a bit strange. I don't think so. Is that sound? Oh, good? there you go. There you're better now. Yeah, you just okay. sounded a little bit distant for a, for a, t- a touch. So a two-two game on. I just thought, you know, it's the sort of thing. If uh... it would have been except if I got up and ran around my bedroom for that one. <laughs> it was, uh, oh! What a what a hideous miss kick there. Uh, another a cruel, kind of miss kick. A kind of prototypical uh, Fletcher moment, though, in a way. <laughs> a fairly easy chance and it, it kind of it kicks over the ball and uh, ends up not getting anything out of it so we're a little bit more stretched now Bristol City have sort of figured out that um, <laughs> maybe it wasn't the best idea to sit on their goalkeeper's knee <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as a uh, as Ron Atkinson so famously said, we are we are running running up the field with our trumpets out at this stage. Did you see that shin pad that came out? It looked like a shin pad, didn't it? It kind of flopped out like it was being angrily disco- It was from from Mr. <laughs> Lee, Mr. Karen Lee's uh, leg. Yeah. Bit of harrying, bit of hounding. Mm. This is a tough situation if you're Bristol City in a game because two two against sort of promotion hopeful Wednesday if you take take the context of the game <laughs> out of it, that's not a bad result to come home with is it so probably no thinking you know actually what we have we hold but then you just tried to hold on to your lead and you weren't able to so um, you know they're, they're coming out and having a go because they just simply couldn't defend well enough I think as much as anything. A few dicey moments for Wednesday here still. This is the, you know, they're not out of it, are they, uh, Bristol City? I mean, to, to be in that position, though, to be 2-1 up and then having the opportunity to make it 3-1, if you think you're away yeah. from home and you're scoring three goals, you've probably wrapped up the game. Um, oh, Definitely. You wonder how much that's taken the energy out of them, really. It's oh. a beautiful through ball. Could oh, I get... oh, and another missed kick. Oh, my word. He had a decent second bite at it, but it's oh, the same sort of thing again. Telly's upset with himself over that one. <laughs> it was such a good cutback. And a gorgeous pass. The pass from Wallace is just sumptuous inside the... Uh... The winger and playing reach into all that space. Yes, and it was it wasn't a bad second effort, but I mean, no. Oh, 
Oh, of the key for oh. black Oh, it's the same word. Oh, decent. So Bannon, Bannon calling a decent, uh, decent header from Tom Lee's at the keeper's feet, and he just kind of watched it hit his shoe, basically. <laughs> and then Forestieri went for a very athletic-looking uh, overhead kick, and got got nowhere and if they were still in time-wasting mode, I'm sure the defender would have gone down holding his face in that situation. But uh, as it stands, <laughs> he was right back up and they've taken the kick off again. Oh, Wallace has just been such a great introduction in this game. Oh, that's some good that's work. Some lovely control from Forestieri. I don't know what he's... Oh, maybe he's got uh, it. quick enough to make it... Make, make it work. work, yeah. Oh, oh my word. What skillage. Oh, bit of a half-hearted effort. Oh, Bannon almost, almost gets a second with a little spinny, twirly effort along the floor, showing everyone his abs. Bannon with a strange, almost like Scottish, um, <laughs> third right head, Scottish malnourished Viking. Uh, oh right, yeah. Oh that too. It is a bit that, isn't it? A bit. I just remember I went on a trip. You know when that sort of hairdo became the in thing. Um, yeah. And I, we we um, yeah I was I had a trip to um, to Berlin and. Uh, I was going. We went. I went around Sachsenhausen, and uh, they had all these pictures of the of the sort of Nazi officers up. And it's like that is the hairdo, isn't it? It's very, very <laughs> Nazi that hairdo. <laughs> Everything well, shaved, but better. like a little a patch that's quite long on top that you kind of quiff over is the. Uh... It's a bit. It's a bit Macklemore Nazi, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so you just watch this and you sort of like, well, one, I think, imagine if we had the Fletcher we had this season, that season. You imagine if you'd sort of hit the ground running in that same way and bagged like 12 goals by Christmas or whatever. Yeah. That would have been unbelievable. Alongside Hooper. If and then, reach, If you had Reach being as... Yeah, Wunderboy goals. I'm just Sasso looks like a missed opportunity, doesn't he? When you watch him here, real missed opportunity. He's big. I don't know how tall he is, but he holds him. You know, he's he's a he's a unit, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Hope you all miss me doing a big giant side then. Uh, I think we probably all caught it, but it's fine. I wasn't going to address it. <laughs> Wallace just won the most, one of the most furious <laughs> through the back of his, his shoulders at an opposition player and looked at the ref and got a free kick for I, it. I really don't feel that Bristol City are very comfortable with any long balls to them. No. Even with a, you know, a defence, you know, a defender at the back in the centre back pairing and Aiden Flint, who's who's a yeah. giant. I just I don't they don't look very comfortable at all. 
the blonde guy looks pretty ropey, doesn't he? All all told, I don't know who that is, but um, as we often say, different gravy. We you know we like stats, um, but we don't like looking them up. <laughs> so I could you know I could probably find out who that blonde person is, but uh, I just want to call him the blonde guy. Who's uh, Paul Costello of London? Out of interest, while we're looking at sponsors. Yeah, I don't know. Some some or fashion. They're an authorized reseller of the uh, Apple products. <laughs> yeah, they can't sell them in the first place, but they can resell them. <laughs> That's right. They right. <laughs> use someone as a selling mule to get them out there. <laughs> so from Reach out to. That was Wallace on the left, eh? Oh, that was almost beautiful. Oh, and then a foul. Yeah, I can't sell you this iPhone, but I can sell you Steve's iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Steve Jobs' iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Sure, why not? Just so funny. The uh, uh, time wasting is one of the. If I was in charge of the game, it would be something I would really want to address. I, I'm glad that I, I. Do you feel like we're over this in terms of advertisements with certain brands saying, "Oh, it's, it's our brand name .com." Like um, your company's not called SportsDirect.com. Sports <laughs> do you think the fans are like, "Well, I'd, I'd love to buy some products from SportsDirect. I just don't know what website I'm going to go to." <laughs> If only there was a search engine. We've got sandico.com as well there. But I've looked and web crawler's no longer a thing. <laughs> anyway. I've asked Jeeves. <laughs> oh, not the best touch. Oh, but then made up for it with a gorgeous little flick. Ah. Oh. oh, and a lovely oh, little bag nearly gets there for the second bite of the cherry. Oh. Wallace just dropping the shoulder and being We're back oh. in. Oh, big deep ball. People pouring out now in their droves. <laughs> they hate football. They've seen enough. <laughs> I've had my Wednesday fill. I've put in my hour and a half now. I'm off. I don't get paid for the extra stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. They've cancelled overtime. Can't do it. (laughs) Like the opposite of that, um, (laughs) you know, the teacher's thing of the bell is for me, not for you. (laughs) You can keep playing, but I'm going. On your head be it. I've done my 90 minutes. Sonderco.com. Don't associate us with Sonderco.net. <laughs> oh. Uh, Magnuson is his name. Okay. I'd never heard of him before. I'm sure he's... If I had to guess, I would have said Magnuson. He feels like a player who I imagine would follow a very Wednesday pa- pattern of disappearing to either lower league football or disappearing to some <clears throat> to some continental European league we've never heard of and yes 
see out the rest of his career there. So yeah, I do think Bristol City have improved quite dramatically since this team. Saying that they did have Tammy Abrahams who banged in 20-odd goals this season, I think it was. Yeah, he had fun. I think, like I say, I think they're always there or thereabouts, aren't they? And um, they also do a good job of selling on. They seem to be another one of these places that manages to sell players on for huge amounts of money as well. Because I've seen Marlon Pack there, and I think they sold him for a decent amount of they did change. They did and he's, a, I mean, he was good for them. I don't know that he's been very good since. Where, where is he now? Is he at Forest? I don't know. I was just enjoying uh, Abraham hurting his head there. <laughs> I don't really think you did there, Tammy. What do you? Is it? Is it Tammy? Tammy must be short for something, right? Well, probably. His name. His name's not Tamaniel. Tamitha. <laughs> Tamington. Tim Tamslam. I want to live in Tamington. <laughs> Tamington Wells. Oh, oh, I, he's got quite the name. Oh, is it? Is it because it's? Um, is it? Is it kind of slightly African in origin? Do I want to say? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I'm just wondering. Uh, people are called Tammy, so like that, like. So just to cover off one uh, before I close, I'm going to close two loops in in a wanna here. So um, you know, Tammy. strap yourself in, folks. So so Marlon Pack uh, is a, is at Cardiff now. Uh, I just remember slagging him off as being, you know, another workaday sort of plodder. Um, despite having shown some early promise and uh, yeah so he's he was one of uh, one of Warnock's men in the middle uh, uh, in that Cardiff game that annoyed us so much uh, ta- ta- so Tammy Abraham um, is Kevin Ogentega Tamaribi Bakumu Abraham okay so it's from the Tamaribi I guess yeah oh I thought that was it I thought that was it oh ho, ho, ho. Oh, it was a great ball in again from Wallace. Who wasn't it? Forestieri that missed the shown Fletch, but I, I think it was for the the commentary is saying they think Forestieri got the last touch on that. Yeah. One. Oh, they're all looking. You can tell they've all. Had, it's a, a it's a sort of fairly early in the season. They've all got quite good tans at this point in time. Fletch is looking pretty uh, pretty tan there as well. Oh dear, Tom Lee's <laughs> just clearing it straight out of play. Inviting some pressure on. It's just what we needed. It's a it's strange not having a, a match clock. I know we've got the runtime for the video. But um we must be getting close to uh the end of ninety minutes, I would have thought. It makes you wonder how much effort it is to put put an on screen graphic. Do you know, I think Reach really suited the, that shirt. I don't know what it was, but like the cut yeah. off something really kind of, particularly with that sort of short haircut, it really fed into his, um, you know, young Steve McLaren vibes mm. that he's kicking out. The artist saw him in those greasy barb. Who's down now? Is it Jacquint? 
It is Jackie Hunt. Jackie Hunt. He's another one. Seemed to go down. <laughs> have a have a life threatening injury almost every game. It's his arm. Houses. Done his done his wrist in. Oh yes! Oh beautiful! Oh, look at all this! No, look at all those big long zoom into that stewards and St John's ambulance workers. <laughs> beautiful! Oh dear! <laughs> As you say, it must be like a focusing thing, but it's just so strange to. Uh... Well, it's like ca- cameras oh. do things like. Bad, bad clearance from Sasso and very calmly swept up by Breach with a little nod back to Westwood. Sasso just cleared it directly across the box uh, up in the air, which is fun. I was going to say, cameras sometimes do things called white tests where you focus on something white to get like a colour and it kind of adjusts things. So maybe it's something to do with that. but Or maybe just focus. I don't know. It's it's very strange. Beautiful. Oh. Do you know, there's a pass I, I call... Um, the Arsenal pass. <laughs> the Arsenal pass. Talk us through the Arsenal pass for me and the listeners here, Rich. That was an Arsenal pass. So it looks very nice. You play a player into the side of the box in a kind of useless position. Yes. Um, uh, but it looks lovely. It's very aesthetically it pleasing. And if you it have Thierry Henry, he can do something with it. But uh, most people cannot do anything with it. So it ends up being a kind of spuffed shot or cross. Or maybe uh, even a Dennis Bergkamp or a Robin Van Persie. Yeah, you know, a, a, you know, a kind of world-beating great can do well, something with striker, it. Yeah. But that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, a, a perfect uh, sort of showing of the Arsenal pass. It looks great. <laughs> but and what do you think of the ratio of, um, of a player on the end of that being able to do anything productive with it? You're probably talking... Single single figures, I would think. Out of a hundred? Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, a real hiding to nothing, but it looks lovely. But they could uh, win a corner, then that seems advantageous to the I fans. Suppose. Nando just valiantly tried to win a foul, and when he now uh Bannon is so angry he's almost bent double at his little Scottish waist. Shouting at the referee. Must be a deal on these pink boots, Rich. I know. There's a lot about, isn't there? Yeah. And I can't work out what colour Wallace's boots are. There seem to be three different colours at once. Oh, little ball hung up from Tom, Tom Lee's. That's nice. That's lovely. This defensive partnership's doing pretty well with dealing with Tammy Abrahams. Oh, just as I speak. That's, <laughs> oh, that's lovely, Tom. Tommy Lee's sailed through a tackle. This is, a, this is the player that we we enjoyed. We really liked having it Wednesday. Oh, Boys, you nice ball across the, the front of the goal. I'm not entirely sure what Fletcher's remonstrating about there. I, it's another Fletcher thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> it looks like a tap in, and I don't know. He's ended up looking like a sort of. Octopus falling downstairs. Ah, oh, some more flag work. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. 
my my those uh, St John ambulance men look like they're enjoying their day out at Hillsborough. Remember oh, live from public gatherings. Goalkeeper straight out of play. Terrible, terrible game management. Just immediately handing over possession to your opponent. And we've uh, spread the play nicely. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a good feel about it. This move, Luke. Reach back to Wallace. Little ball inside. Oh, he's dropped the shot. Stanley was the Beautiful. Oh, ice running through his veins. Kieran Lee, staggeringly good goal. The fans come on to celebrate. The ones that are halfway out the door come and celebrate, <laughs> <laughs> having missed the winning goal. They're all tearing back in from the exit, aren't they? <laughs> out to Harry's Road. Oh, and somebody got so. Someone's. Did you just kiss Bannon? <laughs> but one guy is so busy trying to gesticulate uh, to a yellow card for Kieran Lee. What for? Over celebrating. Just getting excited for scoring in like the last minute of a game where we've been we were two goals behind. Such a beautiful finish. Oh, this Kieran Lee. Just... Incredible. What a great, great goal that was. Yeah, there was a fan sort of so busy trying to sort of, <laughs> you know, give give the sort of big on gesture to the Bristol City fans. He, he sort of pulled himself off his feet, you know, <laughs> like someone's throwing an uppercut so hard that they fall over. <clears throat> Carlos, we're doing our own bit of time wasting now. Carlos remonstrating. Oh, what a shiny suit. <laughs> and that shirt looks fresh. Oh, yeah. It's like he's fresh, fresh to death. He's pulled it out of the packaging and then he's had it ironed <laughs> to make sure the, uh, the bottles <laughs> don't come in. It's all over. It's all over, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a suave man. So that was that. What a treat. It was beautiful. It was lovely. What an absolute treat. It was literally at the death as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the last uh, last kick of the game almost. Because it was just 90 went back. plus six for Kieran Lee. Wow. Which is the BBC it, match. Just that being so cool in that 96th minute. And to have multiple times that you've done that on your record is unbelievable from Kieran I know. Lee. I know. What a what a tremendous character. What steal. Um I think probably just for everyone's benefit and uh, you know sanity, we should probably wrap things up for this week. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed that as a bit of a change of pace. Might be something we do again. Uh, I, I thought it was quite fun. Did you enjoy yourself? I Luke? enjoyed it a lot. I thought this was good. Um, it reminds me what it's like to watch football. Maybe maybe hopefully it's a little bit of a preseason if football comes back for us. Maybe. But, um, football, live match watching and talking about football live not live like this but um watching all that stuff might get the juices flowing and get things back bit of a warm-up sesh i guess yeah is it live or is it memorex <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah look after yourself folks and uh we'll uh you know we'll see you again next week have a good one everybody see you, Rich. See you.